Welcome back, everybody, to an episode. Welcome. Another episode of Spy You Later, dude. Heck yeah. Hey, Felicia. Hey, Ben. Guess what? We we just had a great conversation about Disney movies. That we sure did. In weeks. It has been weeks. We've been talking about this for a long time. Yes. And it was a hefty homework assignment. So, you know, we had to give you time to consume that media. Yes. And then I did. And then we talked about it. We talked about it, but we had a little conversation before that you're about to listen to. And then we have another second part after I've watched all the movies. Mm -hmm. Uh, This was a very fun experience. It was me going in cold, never seeing any Disney movies or not really having any memories of watching them as children. And Mm -hmm. and Felicia being a little bit of a Disney fan. (laughs) Lined up some stellar questions about the experience and kind of recapping it and kind of going through the question of are these movies how much of nostalgia plays a role in them and how much of these movies stand the test of time heck yeah and dude and before you jump into that i wanted to let you know some ways you could help out this podcast and that's by going on spotify and you can follow there and you can leave five stars on spotify now you can also go over to our apple podcast i left the first review Whoa. Might be a little biased, but you can give us five stars and leave a review there as well. It helps out a ton. And more than anything, just do this real quick. My friend Felicia, you should listen to Spell You Later. Oh. Tell a friend, oh. dude. Just go okay. the <laughs> I didn't know what I was supposed to contribute there. <laughs> and then we say our classic tagline. <laughs> Spell you later. Spell you later, guys. Enjoy the episode, everyone. <laughs> Benny just did something that upset me immediately. <laughs> I have to set the tone right away, dude. Right out the gates. This is not gonna. This just. This is not gonna become a tangent. But just quick question: You're currently drinking tea out of the coffee mug. Did you wash it to switch beverages? No. Then- you're oh, drinking. I call, it, I call it American tea. That's disgusting. Okay, I take back any positive thing I might have said. <laughs> oh, and we're not getting into it this episode because I think it does not. We're in the middle. But just know there is big tea news in the pipeline that will come. Not out. anymore. <laughs> I am gathering my subpoenas and papers and I am presenting, dude, my final evidence. The mug case of the decade will be solved. And I'm coming out on top, dude. Key mm-hmm. witness. Key no. witness in my in my court. Welcome to Spell You Later. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, everyone. This is uh, the pre the pre-show recording. <laughs> this is the pre-show recording. This is this is uh an adventure that is long overdue. And let me tell you, multiple women on dating apps have said that they would be the person to show me every Disney movie when oh, I Oh hell said, yeah. I've seen none of them. And it only took a podcast from two people other than these two people creating a podcast to finally have someone actually fall through and make me watch Disney movies. I feel like I've just expanded your world from day one. 
you truly have, honestly. It, it's it's leaps and bounds ahead of itself. I, I feel so free in society now. So I have tasked Benny with watching five to seven Disney movies of my choosing. I have them in order of priority. I've told him he needs to get through the first five and then the other two are optional. Um, we'll get into that more later, but I will say don't come for me about my choices these are my favorites and the additional two are just movies that I think people will be mad at me if I don't try to introduce to Benny so I realize that I'm leaving a lot out but I don't want to make Benny watch 10 to 15 movies before recording a podcast so that's that's my little disclaimer here um so I have some questions that I would like to ask Benny to kind of gauge where he is with his Disney experience before watching anything. Yeah. So I'll start out by asking you, have you seen any Disney movies? So and I don't. Okay, wait, mm. I have a feeling you've probably seen DCOMs, Disney Channel original movies. Some of those I have like loose memories, like the fighting Irish, whatever one. Or we talking about those like high school luck of the polls. Irish, luck of the Irish. That's yeah, one. I've seen that. You know. Okay, that's what I figured. So, um, so decoms some. What about like Disney classics, Disney Pixar, any of those? So, like uh, Pixar, that falls into more of like The Incredibles, Finding Nemo. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I've seen a lot of those movies. Is what I okay. should. Say. I've seen a lot of Pixar movies. It's the classic. Disney movies that I have that gap on. So I feel like I've, I kind of missed out on the part that was everyone's like starting point into Disney. Like I have right. no like real knowledge or nostalgia around those movies. Can't really tell you what happens in them. Okay. So you're, you're watching um, like Finding Nemo and the Incredibles. Was that recent or when they first came out? Finding Nemo was when it first came out. Uh, the okay. Incredibles when it first came out. Those two. Yeah, I don't, I, I can't really think of anything else, any other like ones that I watched when I just came out. Oh, Monsters, Inc. was another big one. Okay. Now I will say the, the major difference here is those are not musicals. Is the musical aspect off-putting for you? <laughs> I, I don't like live action musicals. Okay. Uh, but I think in like a Disney, I, I feel like they get away with it. I don't know. I guess we're going to, that'll be a good question to, that I'll have probably a better answer for after. Cause I don't know. I okay. haven't watched a lot of like animated musicals. Yeah. So you're not uh, out there headed off to see Phantom of the Opera live in person. No. no. <laughs> no. Okay. One good musical and it's psych the musical. That's the only good musical. Oh, I can respect that. Um. Okay. So. With that said, are you looking forward to this experience or is there anything you're dreading about it? Um, I am excited to finally watch them. I am worried that I am going to come away being like, I don't get it. You know, I'm also worried about that. <laughs> there's a, there is like in my head, I was like, there is a possibility where this ends with me going, That's yeah, true. it's all just childhood nostalgia. They're not good movies. My hope is that, because I feel like there is a possibility you'll think that about some of them. My hope is that you'll find at least one that you're like, adult Benny can enjoy this. Get into that. Yeah. Um, Why do you think 
I guess, you know, you kind of answered this a little bit with the fact that you're not a musical person, uh, but why do you think you've had so little exposure to Disney? Have you just, did you miss the boat? Were you too young or what do you think? We didn't have, cause I, so I, when I was like younger, younger, it was early 2000s. And mm-hmm. so it was tail end of VHS, beginning of DVD. And my family had neither the VHSs or the DVDs of any of these like classic Disney movies. And so like, okay. I remember being at friends' houses and they would put on the movie and I've probably seen all these movies at some point. But if I look back in mm. my childhood, it just, there was never that moment at home where I was like, oh, I'm putting on Aladdin or I'm putting yeah. on Pocahontas. It just never happened. I'm very curious and this will be kind of something I'll ask you after. I'm curious if you're going to recognize anything, if you're going to be like, oh my God, that's what this is from you like visually or one of the songs, you know, cause I highly doubt you have not heard songs from these movies. I feel like everybody has at some point, whether you wanted to or not. Um, which also begs the question, have you ever been to Disneyland? I have once on a band Interesting. trip. Okay. What year or how old were you thereabouts? 2016 I would have been like 18 years old okay that's really funny because I've been to Disneyland on band trips as well (laughs) (laughs) um what was your experience did you like it did you not know what anything was (laughs) so it is a wild experience uh because you I don't know I I have no Mm -hmm. like real like nostalgia now that there's a Star Wars land I think I could go and really fuck with that like galaxy's edge thing yeah, uh, but being but they also have stuff like Indiana Jones and Pirates, and I'm sure like those oh, you yeah. can dig. I can fuck with those. I, yeah, I definitely though it just it it's cool. Like I I view it as mm-hmm. culture. I guess that's how I should say it. Like I'm a okay. there's a lot of comics that like reference Disney. It's like kind of a thing that will people will do uh, reference mm-hmm. a Disney song or something like that. I always laugh at those jokes because I just view it all as like, oh, they're referencing a cultural moment. And even though I didn't experience it, I can see how that would be funny referencing that. And it's I have made many Disney references. Benny has not understood, but graciously <laughs> laughed anyway. <laughs> That's the other thing. I just play along. I'm like, I'm not gonna just not gonna be a roadblock to conversation. So yeah, that's something you'll you'll uh, have that cultural knowledge now and you'll understand more references. Yeah. Um so you mentioned that lots of girls on dating sites have been like, oh, I'm going to introduce you to Disney. Did you ever see yourself actually doing this or you were just kind of like, yeah, sure you. <laughs> yeah, it was always like, oh, yeah, you just met me on a dating app and we're going to clear a whole day to watch Disney movies together. That sounds like a fucking nightmare. What are you saying? I'm so honored that you're doing this for me in our podcast now. <laughs> Dude, and, and here's the reason why. Because if I watch them, this is the ultimate crux, is if at this point in my life, if I watched those Disney movies with any of those people who asked me to, I have to look over at their high standard of pressure as I'm watching it and feel them wanting me to love it because they love it. And uh, that worrying part of me, which is I cannot fake not liking a movie, you know, I can't fake liking it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You will you would definitely have the people like constantly just looking at you during the movie and being mm-hmm. like, what do you think? Just like <laughs> I also, there, 
there's also no way that if you watched it with somebody in person, they wouldn't be singing out loud along with the songs. <laughs> um, so I will say, uh, I'm sure we'll talk about the specific movies a bit more later, but the movies that I have given Benny in order of priority are The Little Mermaid, Mulan, Hercules, Pocahontas, Hunchback of Notre Dame, Lion King, and Aladdin. Out of those movies, what are you looking forward to watching the most and the least? <laughs> I feel like the least... The most is Hunchback. I can't wait to watch Hunchback. Oh, okay. Why is that? It's a weird one. Yeah. It's one that I don't hear people talk about that often. So there's a part of me that goes, that's the one I'll like, because then I'll feel like I have, like I'm now, not only have I seen Disney movies now, but now I'm special. And my favorite is Hunchback of Notre Dame. You know, what's funny is that Hunchback, maybe this is a spoiler, but I hated it as a kid and I love it now. It's my favorite. So I think it is more when you you get as an adult more than you do as a kid so i would be i i think it would be interesting if that is the one you took to okay i'm excited then i'm super excited Mm -hmm. Uh, as far as like least favorite um let me look at the list let me see which one i'm just gonna pick them (laughs) i have provided ben with the cover art of each i specifically looked for the actual cover art from what I remember on the VHS tapes. So there were other reference images, but I tried to pick the oldest and truest. Um, So I I have provided Ben with these images (laughs) to review. And after reviewing, um, I, I honestly, to be honest, the little mermaid it, in my head, yeah, one that 100%. I feel like I've seen without seeing it, you know, <laughs> I knew that would be your answer and that's perfectly respectable. I will say it, that's kind of funny because out of these, I'll say that's my least favorite. Oh, it is. That. Yeah. Um, now again, I've picked my favorite movie, so I'm telling you, this is my least favorite out of my favorite. Yes. Yeah, so but you don't get trashed. Yes. Um, but there's things that annoy me as an adult about Little Mermaid, and we'll get into specifics. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. Now, yeah. do I also get a guess which your favorite is? Have I? I well, I just I, told you. <laughs> you said Hunchback is your favorite now? Yes. Oh. But you can I guess what my favorite as a kid was. Your favorite as a kid? Was it The Little Mermaid? No. Okay, okay, okay. Wait, wait, wait. Don't tell me. <laughs> I got to get in the mindset. Okay, if we learned anything about this podcast, we are the same person at that age. Yeah. So what would I like? I think it's a toss-up between Mulan, because there's a sword in it. Is it Mulan? Wait, what's your other one? Hercules. Uh, so it was a toss-up between Mulan and Aladdin, actually. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, I'm not entirely sure why. I think maybe just Aladdin was like a, a cute, plucky adventure. <laughs> but definitely Mulan was top two as a kid. And I think it still is between Mulan and Hunchback now. Mulan is one that I am excited to see. That's one of the classic mm-hmm. ones that I've always been like, that seems like a cool story. What I know yeah. about it, you know? I'm honestly like, I'm not sure what to say now versus afterwards. But I think I will say that 
women in Disney, like there are definitely the Disney princess movies where they're all like helpless damsels in distress. But these specific movies, a lot of the women in these were like my role models growing up, like the Esmeralda, Pocahontas, Mulan, like you don't take shit from men. <laughs> You're just as good as a man. You can <laughs> like, I don't know if that was Disney's intention because we all know Disney is a big corporate trash yeah. company. Dump, dumpster fire. Yeah, but uh, there were some <laughs> valuable lessons for a small growing Felicia. <laughs> they learned so much. I love that Disney has such a bad name for themselves. It's more believable mm-hmm. that they accidentally empowered women. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I don't believe they did that on purpose at all. Not a chance. Not a chance. That was what you no. guys did scubby shit you do at the park, that go away green where you hide shit with from us with paint. We know what you do, <laughs> Disney. We know. Yeah. You're super magical, but also terrible. And we all know. It. But we don't have to go into that because this is all about yeah. Disney magic and nostalgia okay. and uh, the beauty of the classics. So, yeah, I, I think. That's that's my intro questions. I'll look forward to seeing if any of your opinions have changed after we've watched. And I, I will say also, I just watched a couple of these this weekend in preparation. <laughs> Get a little refresher. Um, so yeah, we'll see if your opinions change after this experience. Fuck yeah, we'll find out. I guess we'll see you guys. Uh, this is part two of the Disney, dude. You guys yeah. listened to part one, and now I have gone on my journey. I have, I have, I have climbed Walt Disney's <laughs> mountainous mind, all the cracks and crevices that lay within. I would argue that you started the journey. <laughs> no, I explored it deeply and truly. Uh-huh. So it we that wonderful man for the. <laughs> Oh no. For the most part, we stuck to the original assignment, yeah. but we did swap out one movie. Instead yes. of watching Aladdin, Ben watched Tarzan, which mm-hmm. I fully support. Um, yes, I got it. We'll get into that. Yeah. Um, but so I I feel a little bit bad that it gave you so much homework, but I feel like it was like a necessary part of your mental development. <laughs> I don't know. My like mental, uh, my, my status in society. Yeah. Like, have you, have you understood more references than just the days since this journey has passed? It, it does. It's like a new lens. Like I, my first thought, and I didn't know when this would come up, but why not right up top? But like girls made more sense to me. Like, not now, because it's like we're adults, but like the high huh? school age, junior high crush era of girls okay, make a lot more sense. All that confusing time, I'm like, dude, I could have been watching their playbook this whole time. <laughs> yeah, at the, but on the same, two sides of the same coin here, I did not give you any of the, like, princess ones. I gave you, I did give him Little Mermaid because I felt like, I had to, but for the most part, I got like the bad bitch ones and yeah. <laughs> call them like I didn't give him Cinderella or Sleeping Beauty or what the fuck ever because I don't watch those anymore. And yeah. I, I did as a kid, but they weren't like my most watched. So I don't think you need those. You know, those stories. Those are fairy tales. Um, these are, are the classic Disney's. Those aren't yes. like the Disney movies that I missed as a child. Those are like right. parents, right? Those are like those are like the very G rated yeah. version of 
the classic where fairy all tales. the tropes come. Okay, now, now, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I get it. You understand girls better now, <laughs> but uh, hopefully, it wasn't too painful to get through. Um, <laughs> no, <it's a> blast. <laughs> so, you know, wait, we talked a little bit about in the intro what your feelings were kind of going into this and how mm. you were like tentatively optimistic but didn't really know that you would like any of them yeah um just give me a a general like what percentage of them did you enjoy or like what was your overall experience give me some kind of summary first summary of the whole thing is like none of them are bad movies let's <laughs> let's just say that right off the gate there are some where okay. i could totally see why this movie is important to a lot of people and i see also how beautiful the movies are and all that so summary of it is i liked all of them but there were only like really one if i'm being honest that i'm like genuinely like holy shit that movie got me you know <laughs> honestly that's better two two two, two. 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 okay that's way better than I could have hoped. Yeah. <laughs> I was really not sure about, I feel like you're pretty open to like watching and experiencing new things. I didn't really think you'd come out hating anything, yeah. but I was like, is he actually going to like anything? <laughs> so that's, that's great. That's uh, yeah. Better than anticipated. Hell yeah. So we, we tried not to talk about them much at least as Ben was going through them but it's like a little hard not to because it's so exciting like I'm right now genuinely just fascinated to hear <laughs> what you have to tell me about these movies and I will respect all of your opinions I will not I don't have any hot takes that I'm like nothing's you're gonna, dead wrong <laughs> yeah nothing's gonna cross the line no so um let's let's start with just what was your favorite you want to start with, okay, favorite, sure. for sure, Hunchback of Notre Dame. Dude, yeah, This same. movie, it's beautiful. It's beautiful, dude. <laughs> you said something really interesting to me after watching it, and that's that the music in this movie felt necessary. Do you want to elaborate on that? Okay, so I do have to tie in a little bit, like, the music in the other movies, it's always, like, it's Obviously, you know, it's good music and I understand mm -hmm. what it is, but this was the first time I didn't feel like the story could progress. They needed to use the music to mm. communicate what needed to be communicated at that okay. time, you know, yeah. especially because they use it in character. Like, obviously, all the songs are like character development. But the way they use the music to show character perspective, I know that's the mm -hmm. one thing that blew my mind because there's that song, mm. Hunchback. I can't even remember the name, but where it's the same title I, out there. Yeah, the one where he and Frollo are going back mm -hmm. and forth. Frollo yeah. sings it and it's dark and scary and everything uh -huh. he wants Hunchback to believe about out there. Right. And Hunchback sings about his curiosity of out there and it's the they have to have music to show those two perspectives. And I was like, mm -hmm. that's when it was like, that's so cool. That's what made me like the musical music aspect, which normally I just am like, I could do without. Yeah. yeah. It's also kind of an interesting format because I feel like 
Hunchback is almost a story that's being told by one of the characters, the the jester guy. I don't know if he has a name, but yeah, like yeah. he's telling this story at the yeah. beginning and he's like, I'll leave it to you to decide who's the man and who's the monster. <laughs> so like it is, it's interesting because it is like um, a story unraveling. Yeah. It's a little bit more fantastic. And it's also just like all the characters are great. The music is great. This, yeah, full disclosure, this is my favorite Disney movie. As an adult, I don't think that I really liked it as a kid. I think, like, I remember the scene where Quasimodo is on stage because of the Festival of Fools, and they all start throwing tomatoes and stuff at him. That, like, broke my heart when I was a child. (laughs) I did not want to watch that ever again. Yeah, it hurt. It was crazy. It's, like, it's so horrendous. They're just bullying this poor man for something he cannot change about himself yeah and then dude i i have to go full disclosure (laughs) i couldn't help it but i talked about uh hunchback on my other podcast (laughs) but how fickle that crowd is yeah seriously like they were all for Yeah. At first you're like, we hate you. And then they're like, no, he's great. And they're like, okay, we love you. And then one person threw a tomato and they're like, we hate you again. (laughs) It was crazy. But yes, it did break my heart. And then when Esmeralda, ooh, when Esmeralda gets up there and is like, stop it. Yes. The like silence, justice. Yeah. (laughs) So fucking good. Her so her song "God Help the Outcast" is mm-hmm. one of my favorite songs in any Disney movie. Yeah. It's just like so heartfelt and like heart wrenching, and she's she's just like a good person. <laughs> wow, <laughs> I know. But by the same token, Frollo has an incredible villain song too. <laughs> yes, yes, dude. That's the other thing, dude. I love that he was horny. I love that he got horny, dude. (laughs) Exactly what I was going to say. His whole song is just about how horny he is for Esmeralda. (laughs) (laughs) He's like this bad guy. And dude, also the like, like how they foreshadow it when she's like, that's not all you're thinking about. Yeah. That's a fun line. And then like, an mm-hmm. hour later, he's like, I want to fuck you so bad. <laughs> he's like, it's the devil. So, <laughs> but Dude, I've the- never wanted to fuck someone so bad I sang to my fireplace. <laughs> no? It's not really? <laughs> I guess that guy oh, in God. Baby It's Cold Outside did, and that's problematic. <laughs> okay, cutting that joke. <laughs> no, nope, we're keeping it. Damn it. Ah. <laughs> uh, but yes, um, that was, that was yeah. a very good villain kind of archetype too. Can I, I ask watched, you a question about your oh, yeah. thoughts on Hunchback real quick? Sure. How I found, you know how normally when you watch a movie, you, I, you find a character you identify with? Yes. I found with Hunchback, I just identified with the experience. I didn't find <laughs> like... I, I found moments almost every character that I was like, I've been that person and I felt <laughs> that and I've want, done that. And I've want, it's like, it was, I don't know if yeah. you have like a, you, someone that stands out to you. Well, I don't know about a particular character, but it, it is interesting you say that because I feel like out of all the movies 
Hunchback is the one that's most like the Christian experience. Yes, it came up <laughs> so, in you know, therapy, dude. <laughs> seriously, like Quasimodo is a metaphor for just yeah. being a really sheltered kid. Yeah, and like Frollo is all your teachers who are like, oh, the devil made you, makes you horny. <laughs> Don't don't well, touch yourself. What, there. Well, you know what all those <laughs> teachers were doing to their fireplaces <laughs> every night, singing into the fireplace. Like I'm gonna tell these kids that touching themselves—that's the hand of the devil. But they also are singing to Esmeralda because she's that hot, dude. She's yeah. that hot. <laughs> she is. She's definitely like her and Megara are the top top tier. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so like that's a very relatable theme. Yes. It's, it's do you think that your parents would have let you watch that movie as a kid? Um, I don't I don't think they would have if they screened it, mm-hmm. maybe I, I think they I think it would have gotten under the radar. Their yeah. thing was like they were never gonna present it as an option. Mm-hmm. And they just would present like Christian-y options as like present those instead so that's kind of definitely you know yeah it doesn't paint christians in a good light but on the other hand okay argument okay the church the priest dude is dope oh yeah that's true he is he's great and esmeralda too is like i don't even like her whole song is like i don't even necessarily have faith but like if there's anybody out there, just help my people. Yeah. So, like, there are good examples in the movie as well, but Frollo yeah. is like oh. <laughs> the one. The yikers, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But the Christian understands, I think it would have gotten under their radar, mm-hmm. though, if, if I would. Yeah. I mean, it, it did. My parents let me watch all of these, and I really feel like my, I, my mom had to have seen all of these dozens of times because I would watch them over and over again as a kid so I doubt she didn't notice but I think it's more like my kids five years old she's not gonna pick up these themes yeah you didn't (laughs) questioning theology no (laughs) probably not Notre Dame (laughs) exactly so um but yeah as far as like a particular character that I identify with um yes I do see those not necessarily in Hunchback. Like, I would love to say I'm like Esmeralda, but I am nowhere near as good as Esmeralda. But the, you know what? You know, genuinely, the characters that I identify with the most? Gargoyles. <laughs> Is that it?
Okay, I didn't catch up this movie, so I was like, not Hunchback, not Esmeralda. Oh my God. I don't think you're throwing a curveball That's and saying so you're a gal. <laughs> okay, well, maybe, maybe one of the gargoyles, okay? Because my answer was the Disney grandmas. <laughs> so... <laughs> grandmother willow mm-hmm. mom's grandmother yep and i guess you could say uh i think her name is laverne the the female gargoyle who's like the the motherly one to quasimodo yeah. <laughs> yes that's what i was going for that's what i meant <laughs> not the one played by george costanza <laughs> the, yeah that was the other thing. I was like, you don't want to be costanza dude you don't want to be costanza get out of here okay. <laughs> i just you just had that answer so cool what are the characters? Oh, you love, or do you identify with the gypsies? The the mob, the mob of gypsies. Is that who you identify with? Fuck. <laughs> Honestly, if I had to pick one specific character in that movie, I think like personality-wise, I got some Phoebus. Like, I'm That's sassy. Okay. I'm sassy. Um, also, Phoebus is like in that in this group phoebus is like my number one dude crush oh my goodness because <laughs> here's my one issue i think he's the worst i hate whoa him. whoa 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 okay tell me tell me why i mean not like really he just looks like dudes from my hometown who drive pickup trucks <laughs> like, he's definitely like kind of a douche and a little full of himself at the beginning but yeah. he gets better. There's some character. <laughs> I just like him because he's not like your typical Disney prince. He's not empty headed himbo. <laughs> yeah, he definitely It is. Cool. I guess you're right. It is cool that with Esmeralda, he's like, damn, she's so badass. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I guess that's all the movies. All of them were like, damn, she's so badass, except for Little Mermaid. <laughs> So, yes, let's, um, I know, like, we could spend all day talking about Hunchback because it's fucking great, but we'll, we'll move on. Um, did you have a least favorite in this group? Um, probably, like, Pocahontas is, like, the least memorable to me. It's like, you know? Interesting. Okay. I really fully expected you to say Little Mermaid there. Oh, I mean, Little Mermaid as far as, like, okay, I just watched Little Mermaid. I kind of thought (laughs) I just finished, and I haven't. No, I still, I think I like Little Mermaid more because of the art. I had one of the dopest Mm. classic, but I'm going to put Pocahontas as my answer. I remember more from Little Mermaid, Mm. that's for sure. Also, I just watched it. Okay. I really like Pocahontas, but I, I like the music from a lot of these. Um, mm. there, there are definitely like, you know, Hunchback is top tier. I like the music from Pocahontas. I like some of the music from, um, some of the music from Hercules and Mulan. I mean, let's get down to business is like classic example of a, a Disney tune that you just can't get out of your head ever. Like if, if that's all it takes. <laughs> exactly. Where... <laughs> Were there any that you found yourself like singing after you watched? No. <laughs> it's like, I get it, dude. I, I listened to him and I went, I bet you if I was a kid, I would be like, this is dope as shit. But I'm like, 
Let's get it's a, yeah, they're catchy tunes, but I was like, you also could have not had a song there. <laughs> so you also didn't grow up in the era. Well, I mean, you did, but you, you weren't part of this group where you didn't buy the CDs of Disney Channel stars singing the songs from <laughs> the movies. Like it was that was the thing. I had to look up what they were called because I absolutely had a bunch of them. And it was like Raven Simone and Jesse McCartney like singing <laughs> songs from these movies. And they were called uh, Disney Mania. Disney Mania. Yeah. And there were like four of them and I had them all and played them religiously. <laughs> so, okay. Here's something. What age are you around the Disney period of your life? Would you categorize that as from like eight to 11, 12? Younger, younger. So, like, uh, six little, to like eight? Even younger, because a lot of these movies came out when I was. I don't know, like three. Yeah. So I was probably watching them from the time I was three. Like the the phase of my life that I was watching one or two of these every single night was probably like three to seven, <laughs> like somewhere in there. Yeah. But I still continued to watch them afterwards. I just wasn't quite as obsessed. Truth be told, my number one Disney movie of all time, like most watched in my house was George of the Jungle. <laughs> Which oh, and wh why? <laughs> I don't. It takes place in like near San Francisco, and there are oh. animals, and and it has that stuff too. That's crazy. Yeah, I you know. Swinging. It's, it has nothing to do with any particular person. Man, no so, awakenings. We'll uh, we'll one hundred percent talk about that in the future because there's a lot to unpack there, but. <laughs> yeah that uh, was my disney phase hell yeah dude hell yeah <laughs> um so i guess i mean you've already said that like hunchback had the best music is there one specific song that stands out to you or is it more is it like that the frollo hunchback back and forth one the frollo hunchback back and forth one was the most like uh this is really cool if mm -hmm. I'm, let me pick, like, out of the songs in, like, just, like, the movies. Mm -hmm. What's one, of, what's the Hercules, the gospel truth? That's, like, that comes oh, okay. like a couple times. Like, the ones the muses sing? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, those are fun. Yeah, that one. <laughs> I, those yeah. are to me and i just like that kind of music in general so those uh -huh. are probably like i would i would listen to that soundtrack in hercules and was like i would actually listen to a lot of this music yeah but i mean hercules has a banging soundtrack for sure meg's song in that one that i won't say i'm in love is a pretty mm -hmm. fun one she's like going back and forth with the muses who are like girl <laughs> <laughs> you go get your man <laughs> so i I mean, I'm, I'm going, I do have like pre-written questions, but I'm kind of going all over the place based on like what pops into my head. <laughs> but so we were talking a little bit about what the difference is between the movies that are really just for kids and then the movies that have value for adults as well. Yeah. What categories would you put these in? Her Hunchback, I, I see the 
like that mm-hmm. movie we'll go back to obviously you yeah. know i'll say that a million times during this podcast. <laughs> but th- the other ones i wouldn't maybe hercules if i was like with someone who was like i really want to watch a disney movie that's the one i would be like oh let's watch this one because i wouldn't mind seeing it again but there's none of them that i i look at and go i i walked away with like a feeling impacted in a way more like i was mm-hmm. entertained okay so were there any that were glaringly glaringly like this is for kids this is not for me little mermaid little mermaid for <laughs> sure uh <laughs> Little Mermaid, Lion King, for sure Lion King. Mm-hmm. I mean, Pocahontas, Mulan, and Hercules, all I can see the appeal as an adult, I would say. Like, not for me, but I could see those being the ones to circle back to. I also, those are the ones yeah. I, like, that and Mulan, I hear a lot about Mulan still as an adult. I feel like that's mm-hmm. one that has a lot of staying power. It does. <laughs> so I think that that's a fair assessment. I would agree with that. Um, while we're here, let's talk a little bit about Little Mermaid because it is the one you just watched. Mm-hmm. And it was the number one priority <laughs> because I just feel like there's a lot to unpack there. So now yes. Little Mermaid was, I really liked it as a kid. As an adult, there are so many things that I'm like, this is wild. First of all, Ariel is 16. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> and she's like, "I'm an adult, Daddy." <laughs> yeah, I'm practically an adult. <laughs> Love him after you've seen him once. <laughs> yeah, dude. And the wild thing I picked up, the first thing problematic thing I noticed was when she goes into the little cave, and she's like, "How could people be awful when they make such beautiful things?" I'm like. Is this, is this well, time propaganda? What is this? What's going on? <laughs> why, why is she shilling the American dream? Just buy all the things you can to make you happy. It just fe- it felt a little yeah. grimy to me. Yeah, and like, if you were a mermaid, why the fuck would you want to be human? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I- <laughs> the sequel told you? That's it? Yeah. But Also... I think that Eric is the most useless himbo piece of shit. <laughs> He's so stupid. You're telling me <laughs> you cannot recognize this like auburn haired chick who rolled up out of the ocean. Yeah. Even though she lost her voice. Yeah. You're telling me it's not possible for someone to lose their voice temporarily. <laughs> He's like, ah, can't be you. Nope. Yeah, impossible. It's not you. Dude. Okay. God. But. Here's the thing. Is he a dumb, useless himbo? And when I first saw him, did I go, this is the stereotype of Disney prince? Like, it 100% is. is yeah. it. But he had the coolest moment. Because oh? driving a ship oh, yeah. into yeah. Ursula. Uh-huh. That, they, well, hmm, that's he, pretty cool. They established that he was a sailor of some sort. So, like, yes. he can steer a boat. I guess yeah. he has that going for him. Dumb himbos can drive boats too. Yeah. I mean, well, he, uh, he is. Everything else useless. Dumb, yeah, completely. Useless. And I will also say, while we're on the subject of Ursula, um, she's just a businesswoman. She 100% laid out 
the the stakes she showed ariel her little garden of lost souls she sang the song about how she turns people into these things when they can't pay the price yeah she and then she ariel signed a contract that she didn't read uh (laughs) she sought ursula out like this bitch is stupid and ursula had every right to take advantage of that and you know what ursula also did not promise that ariel would not have competition for eric so like that's true all is fair in love and war you know that's she's just doing true. her job i yeah. like how you're an ursula stan that's great oh yeah of she's course fa- she's fantastic also i mean when did you become an expert in sea lawyering okay sea <laughs> court when did you become an expert in that i'm just saying like Maybe there's something about the age of consent here, and Ariel shouldn't have been held liable because she was only 16. But don't even have time to get into even... consent, dude. That's a whole nother thing. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it really is. But Ursula wasn't even after Ariel; she was just using her to get her... to the dad. Yeah, it was. It was the most like. Cle- it, also, okay, well, what year did it come out? I didn't write it down. 1989. 1989 we're still as a society like stupid you know (laughs) pretty pretty dumb like we're still dumb now but like we have smartphones but like back then pre-internet entertainment was like that was the quality was like the prototype was that and then they've just repurposed that storyline over and over yeah tweaking it yeah so this is just like draft one dude not actually i mean cinderella <laughs> well, that came out but it, mentioning cinderella that's pretty much eric is the prince from that because yeah. it's like he doesn't know who fits the glass slipper because their feet don't match and it's like you you need to see their feet yeah to yeah. to know it's the person you dance with for three it's nights constantly okay. on, it's constantly on the 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 like woman to be like no, you have to see. It's been me the whole time. Exactly. And the guy's like, I just, I'm busy, busy. You know, I'm busy all the time and it's my life's crazy. Yeah. So when I talk about the fact that like a lot of these women were instrumental in developing my personality, Ariel is not one of them. <laughs> yeah, she, it, I don't know. It did just feel like it was the old message and clearly written in a time before, you know, whatever. It was clearly written by dudes. That's the thing. (laughs) All of these movies, like, they're all obviously written more predominantly by dudes. I don't know enough to look into that, but you're probably right. Um, But it, it is interesting because, like, to some degree, they're all loosely based on like Grimm's fairy tales, just yeah. very G versions of them mm-hmm. with happy endings. <laughs> or, you know, in Pocahontas' case, based on a true story, but not at all ending like the true story. <laughs> and I guess uh, Hunchback, too, because it's like the French Revolution, kind of, but it's yeah. all because Frollo was horny. <laughs> dude, they get horny, dude. They're just horny. Yeah. Yeah, maybe uh, that's why. But yeah. So I guess let's kind of go one by one, talk about the movies a little bit. Yeah. Um, so we talked about Little Mermaid, talked about Hunchback. How let's talk about Mulan. Um, you you told me I think it wasn't that memorable, wasn't one of your faves. Not really. What um, let's see. <laughs> were there any songs that you were into? <laughs> 
there's uh, reflection there's let's get down to business there's be a man be a man <laughs> I, do, I actually if i need to say one i say that to myself sometimes like in my car alone <laughs> go, be a man <laughs> it's very uh inspirational it's like a song to work out <laughs> yeah because <laughs> they're I, just it, that one was interesting okay give or take mulan and when it was written how do you feel about it it being the like women champion she is just as good as the guys do you feel like it's a successful like representation do you feel like it's progressive or are there any like that's kind of weird how they did it uh, well i mean i feel like it is progressive in the in the sense that it's showing young girls that they're just as good as the guys yeah as an adult maybe it doesn't do the best job <laughs> but uh not quite caught up to like gender you know yet not yeah, quite it's very it's not very quite. Upsetting. like there's two of them you know you see this <laughs> or that <laughs> exactly um but yeah like as as something that's kind of foundational and like exposing young kids to that kind of theme I think is important and I think um I, I do think it was one of the reasons I am the way I am because I used to watch that a lot um yeah I I mean the, a lot of these have problematic aspects obviously yeah. <laughs> watching them as an adult but I taking them at face value they are what they are they were made in the 90s they're cartoons they're yeah. Disney, <laughs> especially like when they're being consumed by kids who like maybe let's start with guys and girls are equal. Let's get her, let's get wrap our heads around that. Seriously, and we'll get into some other stuff. Yeah, um, I I mean Mulan also did the thing where she was like, I don't want to just be somebody's wife. Yeah, <laughs> and that was important. Now, okay, something that's kind of interesting about that particular theme is that a lot of these movies very much are like guy gets the girl at the end doesn't matter that they're the you know maybe it's the only girl they've ever seen but this fine <laughs> they are somehow compatible of course um but like pocahontas doesn't end with her getting the guy really he goes he goes on a boat back to england yeah and uh is that the only one or they don't, yeah. I mean, no, Hunchback, too, because Quasimodo <laughs> did have a thing for Esmeralda, but she got the hot guy. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, we joked about that on the other podcast, <laughs> and I'm going to let those jokes remain there. <laughs> yeah, it's not the best message, maybe, but also I appreciate it because it's like, you know, you someone can be nice to you without flirting with you. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. They but can. You do it. Yeah it's not necessarily the friend zone just because they don't reciprocate your feelings and quasi understood that yeah obviously you know <laughs> obviously yeah we understand um, it wasn't for any other reason there's no no there's no physical reason <laughs> no. no okay we're, we're stuck on it um <laughs> But okay, so Pocahontas doesn't get Mulan. Okay, maybe I missed it, but I felt like they shoehorned the Mulan relationship thing. And yeah, she, I mean, it's more implied. Sense to like walk off as a badass. Yeah, it it is implied that she gets the guy, and 
uh, I'm, I'm jumping so far ahead of myself. Let's, I mean, because at the end, Li Shang does go to her house and the grandma has, she's like, do you, would you like to stay for dinner? And the grandma's like, would you like to stay forever? And that's me. <laughs> but uh, kind of jumping ahead a little bit. A lot of these movies do have quote unquote sequels and they are animated sequels that came out however many years later. Oftentimes they are not even the same animation style or voice actors. <laughs> so I personally do not acknowledge Disney sequels. Okay. I think I've, I've definitely seen a couple. I've seen the sequel to Pocahontas and um, I think Aladdin too, which we don't need to talk about because you didn't watch. But um, <laughs> I have seen a couple of sequels. I don't remember hating them per se, but it's just like, this isn't canon to me. Yeah. <laughs> Anything that happened in the sequels. So in a lot of those sequels, what my point was is they do like end up with the guy and have kids. Which is a little troubling. Yeah. So then they're like, but at the end of the day, you know they what fucked. you're supposed to do. You understand, yeah. right, ladies? Yeah. yeah. Go have fun. So it kind of does remove the, she's an independent woman who don't need no man when in the sequel it's like her raising her kids or yeah. something i don't know what the sequel to mulan is but i assume that's what it is <laughs> but yeah that with that one yeah i don't know it just felt rushed how like at the end it was like and then obviously this when i was like yeah it felt like a complete story without that in a way because she accomplished what she's the premise of the movie was set out to do which was yeah you know keep her that's really true dying. yeah you're right it did kind of do the disney movie wrap up of like well yeah. you know she did the thing but now she's got to get the guy and yeah whatever uh yeah it it a lot of the movies do kind of have that snag friend. <laughs> you know as a kid you want a happy ending as an adult you can see the nuances that you know not everything has to be happy yeah let Mulan go on a bunch of shitty Tinder dates, dude. Let her, <laughs> let her, let her fucking test the water. Let Mulan dude. be the sword lesbian. We all know she is. <laughs> Pivoting super hard Top here. Bottom. <laughs> no, no. Pivoting. Pivoting. Uh, what was your favorite animal sidekick? Topper. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> um. I liked, okay, I'm kind of partial because isn't Eddie Murphy the dragon? Yes. Gotta, gotta stick up for the stand-ups, <laughs> dude, you know? Okay, gotta that's go Eddie fair. Murphy. I also, think a lot of people nice. are, yeah, I do think he annoys a lot of people. Um, uh, Pegasus and Hercules is dope, too. Oh, that's true. That's a good one. I really like Miko from Pocahontas. Yeah, he's the little mischievous raccoon. I definitely had like a Miko stuffed animal as a kid. <laughs> of course, of course. Yeah, of course. Doesn't he I... the thing where he like breaks into? Oh, he keeps stealing the French bulldogs. Shit, that's what it is. <laughs> they have a rivalry. Yeah. I thought, yeah, dude. <laughs> that was a fun. Okay. The... <laughs> you kind of made me corrupted. That was a fun little side story. Yeah, but at the end, they're friends. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so um okay 
<laughs> this is a fun question that I've been looking forward to. Ooh. Who's the hottest Disney Dilf? Disney <laughs> Dilf the dad? Yeah, who's dude, the, the exactly Disney? Yeah. Who's the uh, Disney daddy? Here's what sucks is <laughs> I like I like I like Zeus. I like Zeus. Yeah, that's totally fair. But I also kind of like Poseidon, not Poseidon. King Triton? Yeah, Triton. dude. <laughs> and so then it made me go into this weird tailspin where I was like, my the hottest Disney dads are mythical beasts to me as well. So now I got to deal with that. You know, what world is that? Yeah. I mean, I I already have kind of a daddy thing going, so I'm not learning anything new about myself that those would probably be my choices as well. <laughs> those two? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's, I don't there's want Mulan's dad. He can't even fight in the fucking war, bitch, dude. I don't want no weak ass dad, dude. I want a dad who can hold me down, dude, like Zeus. Okay. <laughs> yeah, dude, I feel that. <laughs> I mean, you fully could have said Mufasa. But there, there's also some troubling connotations there. <laughs> or Tantor, the gorilla. Tantor. <laughs> I'm a Tantor guy, personally. Yeah. Okay, that... I'm doing so many hard pivots. I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't even care. There's a lot to get through. So let's talk about Tarzan and why that was kind of a last-minute sub. Ooh, yes, yes, so yes. This kind of came after you watched Hunchback and liked the music in that. Essentially and I, with me crying. Yeah. And that like made me so happy. You don't even <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, oh dude, you want to cry to some music? Tarzan, because it's all Phil Collins music and he goes so fucking hard. It's like, it, this movie has no right to be as sad as it is and probably wouldn't be without Bill Collins. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. So I like, I really want to know what your take on the movie was. Just go for it. <laughs> dude, okay. Take on this movie. One, love Phil Collins. Love yeah. Phil Collins. Phil Collins is the main character of this movie. <laughs> this totally. movie was made because someone was like, I want to hang out with Phil Collins. Okay. Yeah. Some rich exec was like, this is what we're doing. <laughs> Secondly, I think it was a fun. I enjoyed that story. Like it mm -hmm. was fun. It was a little bit. I had to push past the. I'm not a child anymore. It felt right on that cusp of like mm -hmm. in between a hunchback and like the Mulan. You know, but it yeah, rode that line so well because of Phil Collins, it pushed it into that holy shit zone. It's also a very different movie than the rest because there really are no like singing yes. scenes with all the characters. It's just yeah. Phil Collins over montages for the and most part. Of course, a sick percussion part yeah. where all the animals play <laughs> percussion because Phil Collins. You know what's really fun about that too is on the DVD, there was an extra little part after the credits where NSYNC did that song. <laughs> And you bet your sweet ass that I would watch that religiously because I was a little bit of an NSYNC stan. 
Wow, dude. Wow. That's the next episode. I'm going re- to review oh, and discography. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah, I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, but yes, that's crazy. That was because that, that was perfect. That was another mm-hmm. now that you're talking about that was another way to get away with doing that in a movie and have it be the cutesy all the animals do it in mm-hmm. a way that did not just pull me out of the story and be like, why are you doing this? You know, what's funny too, is I guess as far as like characters that I relate to besides the grandmothers of Disney, I guess Jane would kind of be mine because she's like Mm. (laughs) this very meek explorer girl who goes into the wilderness, like just wants to see the animals, but falls in love with the jungle man. That's my ultimate (laughs) I grew up on George the Jungle. I just want to go into the jungle to look at animals and find a beautiful himbo. Yeah, dude. You want to find that guy who you have to teach yeah. speech, speak English. That's what you want. Your ideal man exactly. you have to teach. And he loves me because I'm the only woman of his species he's ever seen. And that's fine. You hate competition so much in any aspect of life. Hate you want, pursuit you, so your ideal life is a complete blank slate <laughs> that you can then put exactly what you want in it. <laughs> That's I can't right now. <laughs> I didn't come here to be analyzed, okay? <laughs> uh, we'll bring that up next week. All right. <laughs> Anyway, no, Tarzan does that. I I like that story too because it was one where it showed both sides really well. Because you know the whole thing with Tarzan, he's from this world and she's from this world, and you would mm-hmm. think the Disney thing to do would be ship them off to her world with people because you know that's the thing or whatever. But it was the opposite way, which I really liked. And it kind of showed this like, no, there's value in how I was raised, even though Jane comes is like, you're a person. Obviously, you want to be what people want. And he's like, no, I actually really love being a gorilla. (laughs) Which leads into our little discussion. (laughs) So something that I really didn't think about as a child, but... Mm -hmm really hit me watching this as an adult is the fact that in the film spoiler alert if you haven't seen tarzan tantor the alpha male of the pack dies and there's this scene where he's like dying and talking to tarzan and being like you are my son like you have to lead them now but here's the thing there's typically one male gorilla in a pack and he's leaving that responsibility to Tarzan, who is not, in fact, a gorilla. And I think that you can see the implications here. Yeah. But um, did he, like, did Tantor expect Tarzan to repopulate? Let's just say, say, in that family of gorillas, when Tarzan took over, no way that dude is planting his seed deep and firmly in these animals. There's he ended that entire generation. He was like, "You're the Alvin." I was like, "You're going extinct." Congrats. Exactly. Yeah. 
it, even yeah. if you take out the troubling implication of yes. Tarzan trying to uh, <laughs> yeah, carry on the species, um, <laughs> the fact is that whole population of gorillas is dying. Tarzan yeah. is the reason that gorillas are in danger. Yes, dude. When you go to the zoo and they're like, these are the last two and we can't get them to fuck. That's because Tarzan fucked them and they need to go to therapy now and talk about that, okay? <laughs> That's, That's historically accurate. Tarzan's fault. <laughs> yes, historically accurate. Tarzan himbo endangered all those gorillas. So do you think reason. do you think the reason that they let Tarzan get with Jane is so you would think less about the fact that he's out there probably fucking gorillas? Um, I think they let him get with Jane mostly to cuck the gorillas. <laughs> Do you think do you think the gorillas wanted it? It's <laughs> too far. Did they ask far. for it. It's <laughs> too far. Uh, you know, I mean, hmm. cuz most of them were like kind of helped raise Tarzan. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if they were looking at that kid being like, hmm. And you I'm know, he's the alpha male one day. Neither of us are scientists here. <laughs> Speak for yourself. I have an associate's degree. Okay. <laughs> so you, I'm just saying, can you describe what a go gorilla's dick looks like? <laughs> no, no, I can't actually. Oh. <laughs> I can describe a shark's dick. <laughs> you have. That's pretty crazy. <laughs> so maybe they have, maybe it works, dude. No, are you... I refuse to get deeper into this conversation. <laughs> We've already done too much. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to anybody listening. <laughs> Do you think Tarzan ever got Jane off with his feet? Dude, he he's everywhere, dude. <laughs> I've heard of fingering, but not towing. <laughs> you should take that on stage. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I will. I was waiting for my opportunity, dude, for weeks. I'm like, I'm going to get her back for that one of these days. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, Watch okay. me. Not, a, a, a topic Ooh. not Tarzan fucking. Oh, anything. God. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um. <laughs> Okay, were there any moments that you like laughed out loud? That's right to be protective. We shouldn't <laughs> have been left free in society. They should have done like, more. I really hope that my mother doesn't find this podcast somehow. <laughs> like, you think Tarzan shoved bananas up his ass? To completion. <laughs> Okay. 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 But what was your actual question? <laughs> I derailed again. <laughs> did you have in any of these movies, did you have any like laugh out loud moments or you're like, fuck, that's good. <laughs> I'm going to say no. No. <laughs> I mean, like I enjoyed characters and there were characters that like were funny, but I don't think there was a mm -hmm. single time when I went, you know, out loud. <laughs> There are definitely some clever little jokes like in Hercules when the kids are 
the kids are trapped under the rock. They say someone call IXII, which is Roman numerals for 911. That's like there's dumb little jokes like this. Little dumb ones. Did that get you at what five years old? No, I didn't know then. Yeah. (laughs) That got me as an adult. (laughs) It's a dumb pun. Okay. But yeah, no, I don't think I I don't think I they never got me. (laughs) So you you did touch on this, but I'm curious to know if there are any other moments where you cried or no. just end of Hunchback. Hunt, no, Hunchback got me twice. <laughs> Hunchback got me twice. Uh, the rest of the movies, nothing got me. Okay. Not even Tarzan? Not No Phil Collins tears? No Phil Collins tears. No. I mean, Tarzan I just enjoyed. I mean, Phil Collins, <laughs> it's like I'm – I feel – electrified when that man <laughs> is playing i get I it cry. but there's that whole like fucked up scene where the parents are killed by the leopard and then later the uh-huh. gorilla takes tarzan there and he like puts on his dad's suit like that was fucked up that gets me <laughs> oh yeah when you see him in regular clothes yeah but uh there are lots of moments so i don't know what it is necessarily because i guess the songs aren't super sad but they are definitely emotional so i'm like i'm definitely the person who tries to sing along to everything <laughs> as the movie goes um well, I, so I, get like, <laughs> I get like 20 seconds into tarzan and i'm like choking up it's the same with um you know that song in hercules when he's still an awkward teen go the distance yeah yeah I can get as far as I have often dreamed. And then my voice is like. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Dude, I don't know, dude. I do. Okay. Let me ask you a question about that. Then when you get choked up as an adult, what (laughs) is it? It's like, that's what I'm trying to figure out now. Like I'm sure a lot of it is just nostalgia because I doubt that if, yeah, I doubt that if I heard that, like now that it would make me cry maybe maybe tarzan maybe tarzan i could see I, tarzan might get you again just because it it i could see how that one transcends the best into like still yeah. impactful yeah it, and like hunchback even though it does have the best and like most poignant songs i don't think anything in that movie has made me cry but I've definitely been like like I said that scene where they're throwing fruit at him like made me sad yeah but it was more like oh this is fucked up (laughs) um yeah I I guess it's it really is just the songs too like I don't think that any particular scene or character or line made me tear up but like remembering those songs as such a fundamental part of my childhood I think that's what does it yeah, it's like the, all the memories of like emotional times when you've listened to that music <laughs> them out specifically, but all of those memories are like, here's yeah. the essence of those. <laughs> Angsty mid-teen Felicia listening to all these songs, dude. Not teen. <laughs> pre-teen, pre-teen. Pre-teen, pre-teen. yes. Um, I mean, okay. I'm going through the questions that I have and I feel like we've 
answered most of them or like you've answered them in such a way that I already will know your answer (laughs) um was there any particular character in any of these movies that you were just like nah not for me I don't like this person um not that like sticks out sticks out Sebastian kind of (laughs) bugs that was my answer If I have to pick, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I, 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 they're good. They, 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 there's so few characters in each movie. You know, mm-hmm. there's really like four people max you have to care about: the villain, whoever is the main character, whoever the love interest is, and then like a side character, and then everything else just provides context. So, yeah, there's the badass, yeah, and the dads, but like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, Sebastian. It's final answer. Okay, that's a solid answer. Um, I had the question, which character do you see yourself as? And your your answer seemed to be the entire movie, Hunchback of Notre Dame. Okay. Oh, oh uh, let me, specific character. Mm-hmm. I feel, and I know it doesn't line up, but I think I'm the most like Hercules. Personality-wise. Huh. In the sense that I'm, especially him being like, before he like goes through his transformation and becomes like a good person, I feel like Hercules when he's just like, I'm doing everything and I'm chopping off heads and I'm doing it all. I'm going like that feels the most like me. I don't want that for you because like no one's crush growing up was ever Hercules. He's my hottest guy. Whoa. Why? I don't know. Now I'm confused now. But we agree on the hottest chicks and hottest dads. I don't know what it is about this. I guess I'm attracted to personality, Felicia, and I'm attracted to people most like me. Oh, are you saying I'm shallow? <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Who's been calling all these guys dumbass himbos this whole time, okay? Oh, hey. If, if we're going on looks alone, Eric is the most my type. But he's looks, looks, not personality, because he's a dumb idiot and I don't like him. <laughs> okay, so who's who did have you told me the hottest and I just forgot? Phoebus. Oh yeah, that's right. You you like that's so crazy to me. I've seen Phoebus be like, say a racial slur and then talk about farming before. I've seen him do that. He has, he has, he has shit. You're projecting onto Phoebus. Dude, his fucking facial hair just gives it away. (laughs) He drives a shitty fucking Ford. He dips Copenhagen wintergreen and he talks about how hot babes are all the time. No, (laughs) you've got your own baggage you're bringing into this room. I will say, fucking meet you outside the school, you piece of shit. I mean, okay, beginning of the movie Phoebus, yes. The Phoebus, it means sun god. Yes, totally. <laughs> End of the movie, I think he's a much better person. Yeah. Uh, but I will say I had, so I had, <laughs> I'm just unleashing all these embarrassing things about myself, but it was probably a shared experience for any chick my age. I had Disney Barbies <laughs> and the Phoebus one had plastic hair that was just in that shape. <laughs> it was just that. 
just was like a helmet of hair. You're like, so, this is my guy. He was not my favorite as a kid. My, oh. the weird, this is like, I don't understand it as an adult, but I am told by my mother that John Smith from Pocahontas was the, the one as a kid. <laughs> I know, like the most vanilla ass. <laughs> You're all over the place, dude. I know, dude. <laughs> IRL too. Believe, dude, I, that is it, dude. It that's what this Disney Spirit experience has been. I've been like, it's just I I get it, and it's a lot. It's everything, dude. It's they do a good job. They accomplished these Disney movies. Accomplished, I think, everything they set out to do. As an adult, okay. you don't hit as hard, but I'm like, holy shit! They presented everything, and they gave these kids. They knew exactly <laughs> what to do to these kids, dude. They knew exactly. Yeah. Hot, hot, hot people everywhere, dude. Yeah. Um, problematic as an adult, but I, yeah. So I don't really have any more specific questions. I'll just kind of say like, did you enjoy this experience as a whole? Yes, I would say I did. I would say it was extremely informative. Regardless okay. of my opinion on the movies, I never, I walked away going like, oh, like I said, Disney is smart. Like the stories they made and the way they went about it, I'm like, I totally see how these are these were crazy successful. Yeah. Also, I think that kind of the the way that they existed in the world was a lot different. Obviously, now we have Disney Plus, which was fucking huge for Disney kids because when we were kids, if you didn't have these movies on VHS, yeah. they were impossible to find. Yeah. Disney had something called The Vault, which is like they'd release a movie every so many years and it would be in video stores or like available to rent. Mm -hmm. We didn't really have something like Amazon Prime, but like they'd be available to rent mm -hmm. and then they just wouldn't. <laughs> they wouldn't be anywhere. So it was like, mm -hmm. I think that kind of, was enticing as well just the rarity <laughs> and like if you had this you had gold like you were hosting slumber parties and having disney oh. marathons because you were the house that had the box full of disney vhs oh, shit i didn't i've never yeah this part of disney culture i did not oh I, yeah i knew about this disney vault i thought that was all uh, it is all marketing but i never knew it went to this extent that's crazy mm -hmm. For the longest time, like weirdly enough, Little Mermaid was just fucking impossible to find, even to the point where Disney became a streaming service. It was like, I cannot find these movies anywhere. Oh, my God. I know. So it's like you're getting the gold experience where you could just pop on Disney Plus and watch, and them, watch back them back to back. I didn't have to hunt them down. Exactly. It was much different as kids. Luckily, I was one of the people who had all the VHS tapes, but... <laughs> you know plenty out there Wait. did not <laughs> okay here's my question is there do you know anyone who's like i watch disney's um disney my disney movies on vhs for the original experience like is there anyone mm. that's that into it that you know of i don't think i even know anyone who has a vhs player oh thank god you know <laughs> <laughs> so no i don't think there are any disney okay. purists out there i think they're just happy that the movies are accessible again Thank goodness. I mean, so it definitely is someone out there who's like that. Oh, sure. sure. Million percent. So but. that that kind of leads to an interesting point where 
there's definitely such a thing as Disney adults and yeah. they're the ones who are still obsessed with Disney content, obsessed with Disneyland. What do you think, like, <laughs> first of all, I'm ready to be judged here. What level of Disney adult do you think I am? <laughs> okay. I would, I would, give me the scale. Give me the scale. I mean, just like one to 10. I would put you at like a, a seven, eight, 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 nine. Ooh. Eight. Okay. Is that fair? Are you, do you think you're like a 10 out of 10? Like if we're like, let's just say so in the lexicon, the only other like quote unquote famous or notable Disney adult that I'm sure a lot of people listening know about Steve Zaragoza, like <laughs> a 10 out of 10 Disney adult, right? Kind of, but he's not like obnoxious about it. Um, oh, okay. I, when I think of like primo Disney adult, I think of like middle-aged people who are going to Disney multiple times a year and blowing all of their vacation money on a like Disney resort. Like so still I'm not like, on to like, this is still the only thing that brings me joy in my life. Yeah. hundred percent. Like the, the kids who okay. peaked in high school kind of. <laughs> oh, okay, so okay. like, that's my prime example of a Disney adult. I think. And Disney adult. Yeah. I would put you at yeah. like a six, seven range then I okay. would say. That's fair. And I think honestly, if I didn't live in California and Disneyland wasn't, like a one hour flight or six hour drive, you know, I would be less so, but because I have access, yeah, I'd like to go there annual annually, you know, granted there's not a plague sweeping the nation, mm. but uh, <laughs> it is like just a good kind of meetup spot too, because yeah. a lot of my friends are in the LA area. So like, I think that does lend some Disney adult <laughs> status to me. Yes. <laughs> But uh, I'm not an obsessive. You're not obsessive. Here's the thing. The amount I'm into sports, I can't, I can't truly judge any. I can't <laughs> even judge a 10 out of 10 Disney adult, you know? Because I, I guess, yeah. Like I, have my, I have my Disney that I, I feel like fuck off this uh, shit in the world. Yeah. But I feel like as someone in the dating scene, you have to have some red flags. <laughs> And I feel oh. like peak Disney adult is a serious friend. <laughs> Got it. No Disney. What grade of Disney adult is safe? So somebody like, I don't, I think I read this somewhere, but like if somebody has three, like two to three pictures of themselves at Disneyland or posing with a Disney character in their dating profile, probably not. No go. Okay. <laughs> Dude, that's actually helpful advice. I know, right? Because <laughs> when I see that, when I'm on dating profiles, and I if I see multiple pictures, I'm like, oh, they must only have pictures from that one day. Honestly, that could be true, too. Because, like, as somebody who doesn't take the best pictures of myself, like, out in the world, <laughs> that's probably pretty likely that I have more of myself at Disneyland than most other places. But I think there is a certain element of like raised eyebrows too. Yes. that's some that's a chick who's gonna sit you down on the couch and make you watch disney movies and sing along as you watch them and be upset when i go no yeah and like be upset if they look over at you and you're on your phone <laughs> i dare i i'm in a relationship with this girl now in my head and i'm i'm picturing the fight <laughs> I'm like, oh, dude, I would, I would have blast. I would have a blast. Her name is like Jessica or Monica. 
how'd you nail it how'd you hit it out of the park you met a couple dude totally um hell yeah okay well and where would you rank yourself as a disney adult um probably like five or six five or six yeah yeah because i'm I definitely hold, I'm like, I'm a very nostalgic person in general. So I definitely hold on to a lot of like memories from childhood or like happy memories. But uh, yeah, I'm not somebody whose like personality hinges on Disney in any way. I don't have Disney merch in my house. I don't have like (laughs) anything Disney related to my knowledge. Maybe like more on the Marvel end. Which could be its whole own thing. thing. Um, But yeah, no, I don't have have like movies. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, we we should. Yeah, we got to go to, we got to do Marvel. Yeah. So we, (laughs) I've already forgotten our other, I I love that we brainstorm (laughs) next episodes, but just things that come up naturally. We run such an efficient podcast. We're like, I know. Next episode we just decided is this. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah i mean look out for that one in the future for sure <laughs> yeah um but yeah dude it should not yeah a casual disney doll. okay so yeah um i don't have like because i like thought i you know i dressed up for our shark episode i feel like if if there is something in my closet that matches the theme i will make that work mm-hmm. we don't have any disney clothes as an adult unfortunately no and i didn't put on my dress <laughs> so no <laughs> Um, that would be great, though, if you could make that work for an episode in the future. Are we wrapping up? We're getting pretty close to the end here, I think right? We're wrapping up. I I think we covered all the talking points. I'm I'm happy that you found one at the very least movie that you really liked because there was a full possibility that you would come out of this experience just hating every minute of it. Uh, yeah. I promise not to g- ever give you seven movies to watch before a podcast. And um, you have full permission to make me watch stuff before yeah. a podcast episode. I'm going to make you watch like the full first three Super Bowls. And we're going to talk about Oh, my them. God. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, man. No, dude. I, and here's, I guess... Through this experience, shared experience, because I had the experience mm-hmm. of watching them the first time, and you had the experience of talking to a human who had no Disney experience before. Mm-hmm. What is your view now, having talked about it and all this stuff, on the nostalgia aspect? Because I that was the big question for me, was like, do these movies, how much of them are nostalgia? How much of them right. are like, this is really good? Not that everyone has their own taste but for you did you like be like realize maybe it is more nostalgia for you than otherwise or is it kind of like no I have it in my head still the way it was I think depending on the movie so like Hunchback is one that I didn't like as a child but do like as an adult so there's really no nostalgia there I just think that's a solid movie um Little Mermaid is definitely not one I would even watch as an adult let alone enjoy you know very good point. um same with lion king like that's definitely yeah. on the kid side of the spectrum and it's also not really one that i rewatch as an adult like mm-hmm. out of this list probably the ones that i have rewatched recently definitely hunchback multiple times <laughs> uh pocahontas hercules and mulan like those are those are ones that I still occasionally will revisit and maybe listen to the soundtrack a little bit. But uh, 
<laughs> yeah, the others are are definitely primarily nostalgia. So mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, as far as the ones that hold up as an adult, like just the ones we talked about, like I, I definitely agree with a lot of your takes on these. I just love, I very, I think the reason why this podcast is so, so exciting for me at least is that I love introducing people to things and it doesn't really matter what your reaction is. I just want to know <laughs> and I want you to have the knowledge that I have. Yes. <laughs> and talk about it. Yeah. So dude. like, it's very exciting. And like, I find your takes genuinely very fascinating. <laughs> So it is, it's also interesting to see as somebody who has those nostalgic ties, what somebody going into it with fresh eyes thinks about these, because it kind of colors my view as well. It's like, oh, maybe that's not actually a good movie. Maybe I just, uh, it reminds me of my childhood, you know? Yeah. So I think to hear you like (laughs) agree with me about Hunchback being a genuinely good movie uh, validates that opinion, you know? Yes, dude. (laughs) And I can't stress it cried twice. Like <laughs> what everyone watch that movie. Like if you take anything away, mm-hmm. like go watch it again. If you haven't seen it since you became an adult or if you've never seen it at all, that's a movie to go revisit for sure. Yeah, totally. I agree. Hell yeah, dude. That's a <laughs> we did it. Look at that, dude. <laughs> well, guys. I'm so proud of you. We have to we have to wrap this up and then record an intro, dude. Follow me on Instagram at Benny Putts or on Twitter at Benny underscore Putts or on TikTok. And I've been posting some stand-up clips there recently. Ooh, if you want to see what my stand-up Ooh. sounds like. Uh, at uh, Oh yeah, Benny P on TikTok. Nice. You can follow me at Felice 3 on Twitter or Instagram. Follow our podcast at Spell You Later PC on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Maybe eventually we'll have a TikTok. There's definitely some possibly banana related content coming out in the future (laughs) up tarzan's ass to completion dude no not that (laughs) just play the music play the music (laughs) in and out and in no Podcast. And it's time to start the podcast.